This is HPR episode 1759 entitled, A Brief Review of Firefox OS. It is posted by First Time Post Still Void, and is about 17 minutes long. The summary is, I recently bought a Geek's Phone Revolution, and this is my review of running Firefox OS on it. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. This is my first ever show, so I'll briefly introduce myself. Uh, my name is Steve, still void on the internet. Uh, you'll find me under the name still void in all sorts of places, so you can search for those yourself or indeed look in the show notes if you want to get in touch with me at all. I've been a Linux user since 1999 when a guy I knew from university got talking to me and handed me a CD with Debian Potato 2.2, which I then installed on the PC I had at home. I was still living with my parents at that point, and I was hooked from then on. As a reluctant PC user, I'd been using an Amiga up until maybe five years before then, I was dissatisfied with Windows but didn't really know of anything different. So as soon as I found uh, Debian, and found that I could install different window managers and configure everything exactly how I wanted it, I felt like I was back in the Amiga days, and that's what really drew me into Linux and has kept me there ever since. 16 years now, I guess. Anyway, I think that's enough of an introduction, and I think it brings me neatly onto the topic I want to talk about, which is a review of my experiences of using Firefox OS for the first time. Now, I recently broke my Nexus 4, and found myself in the position of having to consider what to do next. I'd lived for three weeks or so with a broken phone, and didn't really miss having a phone too much, so I decided that buying a brand new phone like a Nexus 5 or Nexus 6 was pretty much off the cards, and even the cost of repairing my Nexus 4, which by now I suppose is almost an end-of-life device, seemed quite expensive. So I went hunting around for cheaper phones, and I stumbled upon the Geek's Phone Revolution, which is um, a cheap device which uh, I think it cost €170, plus uh, another 10 or so for shipping. It comes pre-installed with Android 4.4, but with an option in the settings to install Firefox OS, which of course is the very first thing I did with the phone. As you'll have guessed from the introduction, I, I like to tinker with things. That's why I'm a hardcore Linux user and why I could never go back. And Firefox OS gives me exactly that on my phone. Now, the unique thing about Firefox OS is that it's based on the Android open source project to get the phone to a point where 
the hardware's all up and running and it's got control of the display, etc. And from then on, it launches a browser and everything else that happens is through a browser, although you wouldn't know it because, you know, effectively it's a full screen browser, but everything you're seeing is web content in some way or other. That is to say that the entire user interface is written using web technologies, HTML, JavaScript, CSS. So that's interesting to me from a hackability point of view. Um, certainly I have web development skills and more or less the majority of hackers, developers um, have web development skills. Overall, after using Firefox OS for a few days now, I think I can sum up my opinion by saying that I'm less disappointed than I expected to be. I know that doesn't sound like high praise, but Firefox OS is still pretty raw, and they're kind of playing with a fairly new idea, and it's very rough around the edges. But given all of that, I'm finding it pretty usable. Obviously, I can make phone calls and send text messages perfectly fine, and that's really the only thing I need my phone to do. I have a tablet, which I use a lot of the time while I'm at work for taking notes and all that sort of thing. Um, so as long as I can make phone calls, I'm not too worried about the rest of uh, what my phone does. So I'll start with the bad things, the things that really irked me about the user interface, because that's what I think probably most people want to hear first. And the main thing is purely the lack of consistency across things. So for example, if you open the settings application, uh, you see a pretty standard list of settings categories and you can tap on any one of those and it takes you through and you'll see details of those settings. And then if you want to go back to the main list of settings, the back button is in the top left. However, almost everything else in the phone is based around a kind of single page web application idea. So for example, the Facebook app, which is really just the Facebook web page displayed in its own self-contained browser bundle, I guess. All of those have the back button and indeed the forward and refresh etc. buttons at the bottom of the screen in a little sort of self-hiding dock. So that's extremely inconsistent and I actually quite like the way it works for the, the web elements, Facebook, Google+, Twitter etc. Having the back buttons at the bottom is, to me, a lot more usable than the um, the button in the top left but you go into the settings app as I said and it's it's buttons at the top left and there seem to be a division of two types of app there are the apps which wrap up a website and they behave in a certain way and there are apps which seem to be built as more native apps now obviously they're still web apps but things like the email application for example that has a certain design where it's similar to the settings app. If you open an email and you want to then get back, the button is in the top left. The menu buttons are in the top bar. Action buttons are in the top. Um, although sometimes action buttons are at the bottom, as with the email application. Whereas for things that just wrap up a website, almost all of the display is the website, of course. And then you have the little dock at the bottom, which lets you go forwards, backwards, and refresh, as I said. And that seems to work very well. The next thing that irks me, and I know this would irk a lot of people as well, and I think it's been fixed in later versions of Firefox OS, 
is that the um, the keyboard, uh, the keys displayed are all uppercase. Now, I thought this is something that would has been solved for many, many, many years. Street signs, navigational signs use lowercase. It seems natural to everyone. Uppercase is harder to read. But the Firefox OS keyboard has everything in uppercase and it just seems weird. And you don't know for sure whether you're about to write something in uppercase or not. The only thing that will tell you is if the shift button is highlighted. Another problem with Firefox OS at the moment, and again I know this is something they're working on, is that there's no way to start apps on startup. So you'll have your email and instant messaging and everything set up nicely, but you won't receive any notifications after you've booted your phone until you've opened those applications for the first time. I'm sure it'll be fixed. Another thing, apps like the Facebook app, as I mentioned, it's just wrapping up the website. And if you receive a Facebook notification, there's no way for that to get back to the operating system and for you to see the notification in the um, fairly traditional pull-down notification drawer. Again, I'm sure that's something that's being worked on, as obviously other applications do have the ability to do that, such as email and instant messaging. On the whole, I'd say the, the OS seems fairly laggy. I had, albeit very briefly, Android installed on this um, same device when I first got it, and that seemed to respond fairly smoothly. Whereas Firefox OS, simple things like scrolling up and down can sometimes seem a bit laggy, and the hardware on the Geek's Phone Revolution is reasonably capable. Now, I know that performance is um, a well-known thing, having trawled through a few Firefox OS forums, so again, I'll put that down to it being early days of Firefox OS. So moving on to the good stuff, there are some apps that really demonstrate what you can do with this uh, web platform and, and show that you can actually build a pretty well-functioning app, even if the operating system around it is quite rough around the edges. The default contact application, for example, is actually quite good. Although laggy, if once the performance issues go away, and I'm putting that down to the operating system rather than the contacts app itself, the features built into the contacts app are actually quite nice. You can import your Facebook contacts and your SIM contacts and all from various other places. And it does quite a good job of figuring out where there are duplicates, obviously just by name, and then combining them all together. And then if you open one of those contacts, you can see all of those details together in a display that actually looks quite good. So that that's quite impressive. Also, the Telegram app, and if you're not aware of Telegram, it's just just another instant messaging application. Um, it happens to purport itself to be quite secure, but there are various reports on the internet and that's perhaps not as true as they would like you to believe it is. Um, but that's actually quite a well-put-together app. And it really shows that just because everything's built on a web stack, which is JavaScript and HTML, that you can still build an app that looks good, performs nicely, has a decent UI. The next good thing about Firefox OS is that it has really good developer documentation. And that's really what brought me to Firefox OS in the first place anyway. It's a hackable thing. I know I'm going to be able to play around with it. The documentation is great. Walks you through the build process. I've given it a go. Um, the build process is a monster, and it will eat up gigabytes and gigabytes of disk space and takes a long time to compile. But it's relatively straightforward, and pretty much anyone could do it if you're familiar with common development tools. A slight oddity 
at the moment is that uh, the Geek's Phone Revolution has its operating system built on a fork from the main Firefox repository. So I can't take the sort of current Firefox sources and just build them and run it on my revolution. So I'm currently on Firefox OS 2.0 because that's all that the Geek's Phone guys have ported, whereas Firefox OS is up to 2.2. So admittedly, some of the things in my review may have been fixed by now in 2.2, although I've played around with it in an emulator and I can't see that too much has changed. It's a little bit slicker and, and, and generally a bit nicer, but I think most of the things I'm saying stand. That said, the user interface, um, which is called Gaia, and that's that's what you're actually presented with as soon as the phone's booted, is a standalone repository and you can just pull down that and build that and just push Gaia apps to your phone. So I think that's what I'll mostly be playing with. I've had a bit of a go so far and started to get my head around how the repository is structured and uh, I've not got to the point of really building anything and pushing onto my phone yet but I've played around in an emulator. So in general I really like the idea that everything is a web app. I love the fact that there's great hackability, it's a really low barrier to entry. But are those things going to matter? Can Mozilla be quick enough to capture any of the market from Android and iOS? Time will tell, I suppose. In conclusion, I think I'm I'm going to stick with Firefox OS for the reasons I've stated, because I don't particularly care how my phone performs. I don't need it to be particularly robust or slick. I need it to be able to make phone calls. Other than that, I'm quite happy to have it as a thing that I play around with, and there's quite a nice feeling of being quite unique. Obviously, I'm the only person I know that has a Firefox OS phone. I hope that's going to change. I hope this will take off. I hope it gets slicker. I hope all the things I've mentioned get fixed, um, because I think there are some genuinely really good things about this. And the way things like the Google Plus app, the Twitter app, the Facebook app, the fact that they are just the website, but self-contained, kind of bundled up into a bit of an app thing, if, if that can be extended so it's got more interaction with the operating system... I think that's a really nice concept. So I intend to hack around with Gaia a bit and try and build a few things, and who knows, maybe I'll even get an app out into the uh, Firefox Marketplace one day. So I'm going to wrap it up there. I hope you've enjoyed listening to me. If you've got any questions or comments for me, please do feel free to contact me. As I said at the beginning, this was my first ever HPR recording, so thanks for listening, and please consider recording something yourself. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.